0: Welcome to the podcast. This is Stephen, Crystal, Joe, and Amy, and guess what we're going to talk about today? If I'm talking a little bit too fast, I'm a little excited about Star Wars. That's right, we're going to talk about Star Wars: Galactic Experience. Everybody, get your ears up, tune on in, and let's get at it.
1: So recently, Disney released their new Star Wars experience. <laughs> I know it's really hard to finish after he enters like that, but I'm just trying to go with it. We can't
0: all be but,
1: awesome. But you know, before I knew much about it joe had sent out a message about the pricing which is a bit steep and we'll let joe get into that in a second but i want to hear everyone's idea on this whole star wars thing because i was 1000 percent like not going to do it not going to happen and then i spoke to my little travel agent friend and changed my mind a little bit so joe you go ahead and talk about it for a second.
2: well i mean i'm i'm, I'm torn because like i've Amy and I and the kids or whatever, like, you know, we watch the Star Wars movies and I like the whole thing or whatever. Um, like, I wouldn't consider ourselves, like, nerds by by any means, but I've seen all the movies. Some of them we've seen. We're
3: nerds.
2: I, I guess we've seen all of them a couple of times, but, I mean, I couldn't sit there and tell you, oh, that's so-and-so from the planet, blah, 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 blah. What movie you watched in
3: 30 minutes um,
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying. we watched it, but it's not like we don't live, like, Star Wars life and stuff. Um. So, like, when I saw the stuff first coming out, you know, I guess it was a couple years ago when they announced that they were going to do it. um, Probably uh, one of the D23 Expos, I'm assuming. I can't remember. Um, And it seemed like it was, like, a really cool thing. It still is to me, like, a really cool thing. Uh, But my – the other day when they released their, I guess, some of the first uh, set of prices or whatever on it, uh, like, it's just sticker shock when you first see it. You know, it's, like, $1,200 per person per night um and that's that's the starting price that's like the baseline price because after i did some more like looking into it um we will we can get more into it but uh that's that's just it was a sticker shock price for me but on the flip side i'm I'm sure we'll get into it here in a minute it is all-inclusive you know it's a it's a very immersive thing it's not just going and staying at a star wars resort resort like you you're like really into it which the flip side to that like i said is i i I think as a novelty or or something different i wouldn't mind doing it one time but i think it would be on the premise of it's something different to do like i'm not that into star wars that i would do it because i live and breathe star wars and and i want to be you know a character out of the movie i would consider myself into indiana jones stuff much more than i would star wars like i i've seen those movies I couldn't even tell you I like literally at least 20 times. Um so I think for me it would be the novelty of something new and something different and of course Disney you know Disney doesn't um do things halfway if they're going to do it they go all out and when they decide that they're going to you know do this I'm sure it's going to just blow anything out of the water that anybody could have uh had any kind of inclination or or guesses of what they were going to do i mean look at rise of the resistance like that's like the ultimate ride and this is probably going to be a million times better than that so my my whole thing the other day when i sent that message was good lord look at these prices it was just a a sticker shock so that's what started this whole conversation
1: Steven is pulling up the prices. Now, it's a two-night experience, and so that's what I didn't know. I thought it was, like, just a hotel. Like, you're going to go stay in this hotel, and it's a Star Wars hotel for, like, $900 a night. And I was like, they have lost their mind. I am not paying that for the Grand Floridian. I don't even really like Star Wars, so I'm not paying it for Star Wars. But then I was with my friend Brandy. She does travel agency stuff for um, Disney, and I was we were talking about it, and I was like, yeah, I'm never doing it. And she said, but it's this whole experience, and apparently you walk in, and you have your whole two-day experience planned out. They, you have robes, you have lightsabers, you have training courses, you have meals, you have they take you to the backside of universal and you go and do just star Wars land. You have like anything and everything itinerary from the time that you wake up until you go to bed, everything star Wars. And it's not like, Oh, let me just casually go in here. You have to walk around with this little, it's looked almost like a tablet, but it's some type of electrical device where you make decisions and based on your decisions is how your experience pans out. And it's different for each person. Right. And so when and you think of just being completely immersed like that for two days, like, is it expensive? Oh, absolutely. For four people, you're talking $6,000. <laughs> $6, and Stephen's pulling up the prices here in a second, but $6,000 for two days. Yeah, that's unreal. It's ridiculously expensive. But for that experience, to me, I think that's kind of worth it to get all inclusive and like full blown dressed up. Like, you're not going to have anything like that anywhere else.
2: Oh, no, no. And I think, I think, you know, to the average person, if you look at it and say, Go off a uh, family, you know, an average family of four people, six thousand dollars plus your plane tickets and, you know, your souvenirs. So you're looking at we'll say we'll say eight grand. Uh, you know, seven thousand seventy five hundred dollars for four for a trip. Unless you're gonna do a you know, do a two day trip there and then do a Disney trip or whatever after. But even if it was just that, you're looking at seven thousand seventy five hundred dollars. Um, which I think for for most people is is a crazy uh, amount of money I mean we do a week Disney vacation for that and you were talking something for two days but like what? you said it is all i mean it's it's completely immersive and and from me looking at the the stuff about it um like you said you'll have the a little um tablet or i can't remember what they call it they have an actual term for it because of course the they do um but it's everything you do like you said is is decisions based on it and there's factions like there's the resistance and there's the empire and who are you with and you know your interactions with the other people and it's completely different like you could go go do this thing a hundred times and it would be unless you make the exact same decision and everybody makes the same decision which would never happen um it would be completely different every single time that you go which i mean like i said it is it is cool uh but it's just the sticker shock is just like good lord that's a lot but with anything else that disney does look at the uh, the polynesian bungalows those things are how many thousands of dollars a night and they're always yeah they're $2000 a night and they're always booked so disney has proven that people you know people are willing to pay if they could they could set the price at whatever they want to and there's going to be people out there to pay
1: well i think another thing that disney did that's going to make this a higher demand which will make the price, even though like for us, like, oh, that's crazy, but for some people it's nothing. And when it comes to Star Wars, I mean, some of these people love Star Wars so much they will take their entire tax return and they're gonna pay for that oh, two day trip. And absolutely. you're talking the you know, the average like hotel has like fifteen hundred rooms in Disney. I mean, they're huge. I mean, even the grand is it's a big hotel. This only has a hundred rooms. Yeah, total. it's
2: only a hundred cabins.
1: So if you think of it like that, the demand is going to be there because it's going to be something where it's like, well, it only holds a hundred rooms, so you're kind of limited to how many people will be there at one time.
2: Right. Well, the other, other, well, the other part to that is, um, that and that pricing. That's six thousand dollars for family of four. I think it's like twelve something for two and nine. I can't remember. Whatever it is, um, that's based on. Uh, the bottom tier uh, cabin, there are three different size cabins. That's like the mm-hmm. I don't remember what the official term for that one is. Though. We'll say, you know, the the entry cabin. And then there's I think they call it like the captain's cabin or captain's quarters, which is bigger but more expensive. And then there's like a big one that's like two rooms connected. And it sleeps like eight people. It's like a big suite. Uh, and the the captain's one and the suite, the two larger ones, they don't have prices out for that. So, that $6,000 for a family of four is based off of a one-room, I think it's a queen bed, a double or a queen bed, and then a set of bunk beds, um, and then a TV, and then, of course, your little bathroom or whatever. But it's a standard, uh, it's it's hard to tell without a person in the picture. There's no perspective. But it looks like it's a small, you know, it's a
1: small hotel room. But, you know, based off of the itinerary, because they have some sample itineraries on Disney's website. It doesn't look like you would really have time to be in your room. I mean, the itinerary is literally all day long. It's every hour there's something else. And depending yes, there's on something if you, planned for you. Right, and it's like if you rush through that experience, which I would assume if someone spent $6,000 for two days, they're not going to rush. They're going to want to take the entire thing, and that's what I would do. So then you think about it, you're really only sleeping in that room. So you know what? Give me the bunk beds. I'm good with the bunk beds.
2: Well, I mean, you're you're a uh, art animation person because you aren't going to sleep in the room, so that that definitely would work.
1: You know, I feel a little attacked by that. <laughs> <laughs> but I I, I do agree.
2: I mean, I think I think if if it's something that you could you could you know reasonably do and comfortably do, then if, if that's your thing, then absolutely. But I think you'll have a lot of people that would look at it and go, "We could do a whole Disney vacation for our family for." You know, $4,000 for a week. We're not paying $6,000,
1: but now, there are think, millions
2: of people who will pay that.
1: I do think eventually the prices will come down. I think it's the beginning, and that is where they're going to get a lot of people are going to pay that six grand. Now, after five years, okay, now many people are going to pay six grand to do that twice? Like, you know, right. when we talked about doing it, I was like, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Like, you do it once, and then we're probably not going to ever do it again. So, it's like a one-and-done type thing, and it would be because of the price. So eventually they probably would drop that price down just to get more people to do it. Do you have those prices team? Got the prices right here.
0: Yeah. So um, if you have two guests in a cabin, then it's $1,209 per night per guest. So the total cost of the experience would be $4,809. If you have three guests in a cabin, Uh, that would be two adults and one child, then you're paying $889 per guest per night or $5,299 total. Um, If you have four guests in the cabin, that would be three adults and one child or just, I guess, it could be four adults, I guess. I don't know. Uh, But it says, you know, four guests per cabin, it would be $749 per guest per night or the total cost would be $5,999. Um, so those are the prices that are, that are from Disney as
2: of right now.
1: Now you can't book it yet. It's still closed. They said they're anticipating opening it in spring, but they haven't allowed for anyone to book anything yet.
2: Correct. The bookings, if you look on the, um, on the website, if you look on any of the literature and stuff that's out there, the videos and things that they've released, I think it's August of 2022 is when they, um, are actually anticipating booking those rooms. Yeah. Uh, and I I think part of that has to do with they're probably waiting to see. I'm sure the resort will be open before then, but they want to see, you know, with COVID and everything. But I, I would think if if you're going to have this whole big indoors, because it's all going to be indoors, with the exception of you going to Hollywood Studios, uh, if there's mask requirements and vaccination status and all that other stuff, they want to kind of feel that out before they have all these people roaming around. You're in your whole full costume, but then you got to wear, you know. A mask kind of throw, throws the whole feel of it off.
1: Yeah. You know, this for me, it makes me just so I think it would be cool to do it at least once in my life just to say I did it. Just because, like you said, if Disney's going to do it, they're going to go all out. But for me, if this is a hit, like I'm sure it's going to be, and I'm sure Disney knows it's going to be, what will they do next? If this takes off, they're going to do other immersive things just oh, like yeah. this, but different themes, and it's going to become a trend.
2: I would I would absolutely think so. I think this is the first one. I think Star Wars has such a huge cult following uh, with when the original Star Wars and now they've they've say updated it. But with the other six movies that they've added and then the the one offs and stuff from that, there's much more people now that are into Star Wars than that there have ever been before. Uh, And there's there's people that are willing to pay I mean. You know, we sit here and look at it, go $6,000 for a weekend. I mean, that's, that's crazy, but there's millions of people that look at it, go six grand. That's not too bad. So I I think, I I think they've, they've done their research and they know that that's what they can get. And like you said, I mean, they they can always go down on the price later on or whatever, but I think you're going to have that, that many people for however long that are willing to pay it because it's going to be so hard to get, like you said, you're only talking a hundred rooms. I mean, a standard hotel, you know, just a regular Super 8 has more than 100 rooms. So this is not going to be an easy resort to get into.
1: No. And that's why the price is so high, because the ones who want to go will get it. And that's right. where that's going to fall into.
2: This is so where your Steven Disney travel was, agents are really going to come in.
1: <laughs> oh, and I'm sure they would jump on this in a given second. Like, Stephen, at mm-hmm. first, he was like, not going to happen. And then the more we were talking about yesterday, he was like, well, I don't know. That might be kind of cool.
0: Well, I think here's the thing for me is, I think it's absolutely dumb to pay those prices. Like, I am not a well. First of all, let me let me preface that with, I'm not a Star Wars fan. Like, I would sit and watch a movie, but I can vastly appreciate people who are. Like, you know, the people who are Star Wars fans that are really into it. First of all, I've never met a mean Star Wars fan.
1: That's true. I
0: mean, everybody I've met that like Star Wars, they're fun people, right? So, um. You know, I think that, yeah, you know, for someone to be able to remember all that stuff, I think it's awesome. Right. Me personally, I'm not into it. So I, to me, it's crazy to pay this prices. Um, but when I start, you know, starting to look at the rooms, uh, they've got three room size, like Joe said, a standard cabin, which sleeps four or five. And then they got a, a galaxy class suite, which sleeps also, you know, up to um, up four people. Uh, and then um, you know there's some pull down beds and stuff like that, and then they've got the grand captain suite where you can, for larger groups or families, so I think uh, fit up to eight passengers. Uh, so you know when you start narrowing down the cost, you know you're like, oh well, if it's two nights, it's let's say twenty four hundred dollars a couple, or per night or whatever it is. So let's say, let's say you get it for I don't know three thousand to four thousand per couple, right? <laughs> So, it wasn't even that. I think I, I think I said it would be cheaper than that. If we, if so, let's say you could sleep four to a room, okay, and uh, and you were able to do that. So, four guests per cabin. That's um, fourteen hundred dollars a couple, or twenty eight hundred dollars a couple for the weekend. So, just under three thousand, give or take, or right at three thousand dollars, okay. But here's it, this: it includes you, you get an outfit to wear, right, or a robe or something mm-hmm. like that. You get to mm-hmm. like play along. They have your whole day planned, and they said that um everything you do can influence the outcome of your experience so it's like almost like you're playing those games where you make a decision and one thing happens you make another and another happens yeah it's like those
2: choose your own adventure books that everybody yeah so it's like
0: it's like a two-day choose your own adventure and food's included and everything's included it would be something really cool to do even though i'm not a star wars fan i'm like well if it includes the food which we know how expensive that is at disney and you get the brand new stuff the, you know, get the immersive experience where it's role playing almost, um, you know, and you're around a bunch of people that like the same thing that create, could create a good, you know, small culture, if you will, for a couple of days, but here's where you can really kind of justify it. Um, and you know, let's say for example, we do an adult trip and us four go. All right. And we'll crystallize DVC, right? So let's say, well, normally we want to stay at like, say the grand, right? So we want to spoil ourselves and stay at the grand, but we can't afford seven nights at the grand with the points we have, but we could do, you know, a one room with two queen beds and all shack up together and maybe do four nights. So then we turn around and say, okay, well, we're going to do that, but we're going to use the points for that. So now we're going to pay 3000 out of pocket per couple to do the immersive experience. But when we get there, right, we go to the immersive experience. We have two days, two nights of, Immersion and food and everything included, something different, a lot of fun. And then you got three or four nights at the Grand. So you almost get an entire week for $3,000, a couple. Um, and you're staying at the Grand and doing the Star Wars immersive experience. So I could see this being very popular with DVC uh, holders who want to couple it, say, okay, we pay this, we get these points. We'll take our tax return and, you know, split it with another couple and spend $3,000, but we're getting. An amazing, you know, five or six night experience with the grand and and this, you know, and you know, right. just for think... so you to
1: get into Hollywood Studios is about one twenty to one thirty a person. Yeah. So, Just on that alone, that's two fifty that you're saving because that's also included in your trip.
0: And that's cheaper than we paid when we went on our adult trip. Yeah. I mean, when we went on our adult trip. We paid like six thousand a couple. When we went and had the big dining plan and all that. Right, but it was, what, it was what not side of That
2: is. Right. The flip side of that is you had a dining plan and everybody had their own room, you weren't sharing a room with somebody else. I mean, there's, there's pluses and minuses to it. But I think for, for, for people like us and, and uh, obviously people like y'all, it would be it would be a, a week, that would be the vacation. Like you would either start it off or end it with the Star Wars thing, and then you would either, you know preface it or after Star Wars do the rest of the Disney stuff because you would already be there, so it wouldn't just be, Fly down, do two days, and fly back. That would be our that would be the
0: whole trip. Or here's another twist. Yeah, here's another twist. Let's say both of us own DVC. Y'all are planning on getting DVC eventually. So let's say y'all get DVC and we get DVC, right? So it's three thousand a couple. But let's say, all right, we're going to shack up with you guys. We're going to do four nights at the Grand um, on your points, and we're going to pay out of pocket for the um, experience, right? So then we'll say, well, what we're going to do is we're going to rent our points out for the week. right? So we'll take all of what we get for renting our points out, whether it's two grand or three grand or whatever it is. We'll take that and split it 50/50 with you guys, since you're letting us use your points for the room. So now let's say we get you know two thousand dollars for renting our points because we're renting points for the, uh, the grand or something like that. Um, well now it, it drops it from three thousand a couple to two thousand a couple um and being able to get flights down there one way for 50 bucks um i mean now you're talking about a really affordable experience
2: Uh, yeah i think if if you if you timed it right and you the logistics and everything worked out i think it's doable i just like i said yesterday when you see that first that price point that i mean that's a that's sticker shock lord knows people are complaining you know any of the any of the the facebook groups on social media, you see people complaining about up. Oh, they went up another three dollars on the price. Up. Oh, they went up another blah blah. blah. You know, oh, churros are now seven dollars a piece. And and those are the people. You know, <laughs> when they see this and go, "Oh, cool, cool hotel. It's going to cost me twelve hundred dollars a night." Yeah, cool. I could do that. I mean, it's not. Um, I think w- w- the initial thing when people see the price is they just it's a it's a sticker shock kind of thing. But if you sit down, you actually break it down you're still you're still spending a good amount of money but it's not as bad if you can actually make it work and like you said if you've got dvc or if you can stay off site or even if you stay at a value and add a couple extra days to it and it it could work it's just it's definitely not for everyone but then Mm -hmm. again you know you've got Mm -hmm. the factions of people that say we only stay value because you're just going to sleep in the room. Well, those are the type of people that aren't going to do the the Star Wars thing because they're not going to spend that kind of money. But you have the Speak other people for who yourself. say, <laughs> <laughs> as a general rule, um, then you have the other people who say, well, we only stay deluxe, and we, you know, we eat, we have at least one sit down a day, and we like to eat at the um, deluxe places. You know, we like California Grill and we like Citricos and jico and you know all the nicer places well those are the people that have more money and and they might be more willing to to spend something like that but with everything yeah. else in life you know not everyone's going to be able to afford everything i mean i'd no. love to have a seventy thousand dollar denali you know pickup truck that's just never going to happen so i just don't ever look at it because i can't afford to get one so
0: yeah i think <laughs> um, um another good point about that and the price point is you know, keeping the price affordable but still profitable for Disney you know, helps with their stock prices, number one, um, and helps to continue building the company up. But also, it helps to keep certain type of people out of the park that might make it not fun for the rest of us. And let me clarify what I mean by that, because I'm not talking about income level or any- anything like that. But it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. Um, if you're spending that kind of money to go at Disney, if you grew up poor like we did, right, you're going to save maybe five or six years or however long you need to to have a one year, you know, one week experience at Disney. Um, if you're, you know, have a ton of money and you're still saying, look, I'm paying like $6,000, $8,000 a week to go to Disney. So, what I mean by keeping the pre- prices up is not to keep people who don't have money out of the park because they cause disturbances. That's not the case. But I think if you're willing to pay the money, then you're going to be excited about that vacation. Generally, you're going to be more tolerable with your kids or you're going to try to enjoy yourself more or you're not going to throw a temper tantrum or cause issues like if you go to King's Dominion, you know, where a bunch of people have season passes and they get there and it's too hot and they get all pissed off and cause a scene. Um, So that's what I mean by that. But, you know, I think that keeping Disney expensive for me is a very positive thing. But I know that it sets people off when I see the price raised two bucks or something, I get excited about it. Uh, I I'm like, all right, we might have to save a little more, but we're willing to do that because it's going to help control the volume of people in the park. It's going to help keep the, um,
2: quality of people up to the people that actually want to be there. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, ultimately, yeah, yeah.
2: Ultimately Disney, Disney is a business. They're in, they're in business to make money. For their, you know, for their stockholders and their shareholders and everybody else. Yeah, it's capital, So exactly. I, mean, I mean, exactly. So they're not all the people who are like, you know, well, you know, Walt wouldn't like this and it's too expensive. And, you know, they're pricing people out. Well, you look at the at the numbers of people going through the gates and stuff, with the exception of last year because of a pandemic. So you throw that out and every single year their profits grow and the numbers of people going through that part grow. So raising the price, you know, $10 here and $20 here on an annual pass or all the other prices that they increase it. It's people are still going to go. So as long as people continue to go and profits continue to go up, then it's, it's going to continue. Yeah. I think, like you said, I think their ultimate goal is obviously they want to make money. That's, that's their job. That's why they're in business. If Disney was not making money, there would be no Disney. They don't do it because they're nice people. Yeah. Um, But there, there's a there's a line there between making money and price gouging everything and pricing yourself out. And as long as people, I think, continue to go, then they'll continue to price stuff the way they are. Yeah, that's My, we found. Yeah, we found the
0: reason we all can continue to afford to go is we found a more affordable way to do it. Um, right. But, you know, neither neither of us would go and pay $8,000 a year to go every single year. Oh, no, no, absolutely you know, no. But with renting DVC or doing this or doing that, you know, we find ways to make it affordable.
2: And I think despite what people say, you know, I've gotten into discussions. I was in a discussion, you know, the other day, I know, shocker, um, with people about it. And they say, you know, it, it should not be priced like a luxury vacation. Disney's not a luxury vacation. And, you know, my rebuttal to that is. Well, you know, with a family, you know, like us spending $7,000, that is a luxury vacation. We're not going to Bora Bora or Fiji or something like that, which should probably be a comparable price. But despite what, you know, y- you might say, well, it's just an amusement park and a luxury vacation. Well, for, for most people, you know, a a dollars to $8,000 vacation is a luxury vacation. You know, that's whoever that says that.
0: Yeah, whoever says that, tell needs it's a Cali Grill and let me know if it's a luxury but vacation. I think it's right.
1: more than just where you can eat, too. Like, I think, yeah, okay, would we want to go to the beach and lay around all day? Yeah, sure, but guess what? After one day, for me, that gets boring. I can't do that. I don't want to go on vacation and just sit there. If I wanted to do that, I'd go fishing with y'all in October. So, for <laughs> me... <laughs> For me, I like to go on vacation and do stuff. My kids like to go on vacation and do stuff. So for me, that is a luxury vacation because there's so much to do. And my trip is never the same. Even if I plan it the same, it's never the same. Never one time. You
2: know whose opinion I'd love to hear is Amy because she's been sitting here the whole time.
3: And not not saying saying a word.
2: So let's, let's hear what Amy has to say.
3: Well, Joe took over the phone and his head <laughs> up in his mouth for the last twenty minutes. So he's, co- so he's, he's coming no out option hot for anything. Um, coming in hot. We're coming in coming hot. hot. Um, I do think six thousand for a family of four for for the four of us for for me, Joe, and the kids. I think that has priced us out. We we save all year for what we do, and I just can't justify six grand for a two day experience. And then it'd be over. Like That's what we've saved all year or two years for a whole week. And to lose it all in two days, I think it'd be fun. But I do think we've gotten to a point where that's just above what we can do. And then you have to want to do it. I think I'd want to do it. But I know, too, like they want you to be immersed. You know, I read if all you have are, you know, earth clothes, that's fine. You can either purchase um things from the shop disney beforehand they have an apparel store at this at this new resort they want you to be involved they want you to dress up they want you to be ray or whoever you are from whatever place you are well i can't even get joe to dress up at halloween as a ninja turtle with me and the kids so no, what he does for right. me um, Different. so you know in my world like I think we could be those people that kind of ruin it for others because, you know, you have human in his human clothes not really joining in. You know, you've got one kid that wants to do the lightsaber thing, but another one that thinks, uh, that's boring. I don't want to do that. I don't know that we'd get the full experience out of it. Not with the kids at the ages that they are. Well, Carter, maybe, Mason, not so much. And mm-hmm. Captain Killjoy over here, who won't even be a Ninja Turtle. I don't know that we would justify that kind of money for well, that experience in my, right now
2: in my defense the difference between dressing up as a ninja turtle and walking down the street here in madison heights is a little bit different than paying six thousand dollars for a you know to go there and do that it in my head when we get there i know this is what i'm doing
3: so you would dress up when, as a Jedi.
2: when amy tells me on tuesday and do
3: lightsaber training when
2: amy tells me on tuesday hey, you're going to be Mr. Potato Head <laughs> on Friday. You're going to just deal with it. That makes me a little bit upset. <laughs> I, I think- will
1: say, if we were spending six grand, I would be the biggest Star Wars fan while I was there, even though yes. before that, I'm not a Star Wars fan. Like, I really don't. I can't get into them. The newer ones, I can watch. The older ones, I just can't.
0: I think, yeah. I think for me, it's, it's like this. I, I, I'm more sold on it now as being a possibility for us to do it but the only way I would do it is if my wife paid, I would not contribute see, one see dime to do it. I, I would be like, I would love to go with you, but I, I would not contribute any of my money to do it. To me, it's just not worth it. Um, but I can see where we have some friends that are Star Wars fans. And I can see them jumping full in. I think that's great. I mean, I, I think it's wonderful, but it's just, it's not for me unless I get to go for free.
1: So Holly, if you're listening, he's referring to you. <laughs> I like
0: Holly and her husband. I think they're wonderful people.
1: <laughs>
3: And I think it's all what you want to and do. And they
0: can afford it. Yeah.
3: If you tell me that you're going to stick me in Hogwarts for two days for so- six grand, oh I mean, baby, I'm in. I mean, let's be <laughs> honest. I, I'm going to have my Gryffindor robe and my wand and my Harry Potter glasses. I'm going to be squishing exactly- But that's. I do that. That's what you have to want to do. I you, think it's- you have to want to do that and spend that kind of money to enjoy it
2: it's all in perspective. And on the flip side, if you told me Joe for $6,000, you and Steven could go, you know, for two days, 60 miles out offshore, you guys are going to catch swordfish and Marlin for two days. Okay. Well, you know, let me, let me look into that. But everyone has their, everyone has priorities of what they're willing to spend and what their, what their interests and stuff are. So I, I don't know. I, I like the idea of doing it. I like the novelty of doing it. Um, I would say, you know, two days ago when I just saw the sticker price, I didn't see anything else about it. It was a hard no for me. Like, no, 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 I'm, I'm more willing to look at it now. And you know, two days ago on Friday, I was hundred percent. No, that's stupid. Who would spend that? Only idiots would pay that. I'm probably like 75, 25 now. Like, you know what? I mean, if, if you had the money, we're able to make it work. Or speaking of us specifically, and Able to make it work and, and tack on a couple days before or after and make it a vacation that could be cool to do. I mean, I'm open to the idea of it now. I'm not 100% sold like we were ever going to do it, but I'm open to the idea of doing it.
3: Apparently, we're hitting the lottery tomorrow, is what
1: I heard. I didn't say we were <laughs> doing it. I think you y'all know, better
2: start getting pregnant,
0: it, more tax money. Lord, somebody better have a baby. No
1: mm-hmm. baby on this house, but mm-hmm. I know, like, it's sort of like what we said at the beginning. I think this is the the beginning of a bunch of stuff. And with that being said, Universal's not going to let Disney run away with this immersive experience without maybe even doing a Hogwarts thing. That's the one thing about Harry Potter World that I like is that <laughs> it is immersive. Same as like Avatar Land. It's very immersive. So, But it's, it's not
0: It's not the same.
1: It's not <laughs> the same. So eventually, who's to say that they don't make an immersive Hogwarts thing? And you best believe six grand, eight grand, nah. 10 grand. I'm going. We I'll sell a job. Now
2: oh I, I absolutely with with the competition that goes back and forth of those two parks um you, you can I mean I'll, I'll make a bet right now we call the date the time and everything that if this thing turns out good within three years of today within two years of them opening up uh universal will either have something started or have plans to do something immersive just like that it's too much to of a us, yeah, to do yeah, a it's, it's too much of a money maker yeah
1: Universal, yeah. if you're listening, we want dibs for free tickets. <laughs> we, want a, we want
0: a castle. We're there. We want, we want I'm to even going to here to babysit
3: so Mama can come. That is Harry Potter nerd time. That, that oh, be I want to be can.
0: But you could do the sorting hat. Yeah. And your group gets
3: sorted. Ooh, I'd be sorted. I, I know which robes to get. I'm cool. in. I'm there. Free tickets for all. Please Hufflepuff. Yeah, no Please hufflepuff. That. The movie said oh, I hufflepuff.
1: can choose.
0: I want to be in Ravenclaw <laughs> because nobody ever hears of it.
1: Hufflepuff's better. All right. Well, that was a good discussion about that. So with more information as it comes out, we can definitely talk more about it. I would like to talk maybe one day soon about the new Super Nintendo World that Universal's building. I think uh, that's going to be pretty cool. That could Not be fine. For a, Call another me Opa. podcast. Do you guys have anything else to close out on?
3: I got nothing.
2: I do not. I think my, my closing statement is I love the idea. I think it's a, I think it's a cool thing. I think they're not going to have any problem filling it up. Um, I think for every one person that says that's dumb, I'm not paying that kind of money. There's two people that have six grand in their pocket going, take my money, take my money. I think (laughs) they don't do, Disney doesn't do anything without plenty of R and D and knowing that this thing is gonna work
0: yeah um, for sure.
2: they don't they don't take gambles. God, Lord knows how many millions and millions of dollars is taken to build this thing. They're not gonna they're not gonna start such a huge project without knowing that it's going to succeed so yeah, okay. uh, I think it's cool. I'm looking forward to opening up and seeing the first videos and stuff you know that are that people are gonna take and and looking at it and being like, oh wow, that's really cool. I think that's gonna that would make my mind up yes or no um seeing it you know obviously not firsthand but from firsthand accounts from other people that that would show me what to expect
1: which plot twist you have to take a special shuttle over there so i do not imagine that if you are not staying there you probably cannot go and look around so just you know we can always go to different resorts and look at those this would be one that we probably cannot get to unless you have a reservation
2: yeah, I don't think there's any way they're letting you in there without yeah, it. Yeah, there's
3: valet parking. You have to be there between, like, 1 and 4 on your arrival day. You must yep. be there by mm-hmm. 4, it said, or else you just...
2: And the same thing, like, when you go to from the resort to Star Wars, uh, we'll say Star Wars Land, at universal, um, there's going to be some sort of a shuttle, and I can promise you it's not going to be, you know, uh, a Disney bus with a, a stormtrooper on the side of it or something. It's going to be some kind of a shuttle, that's going to be a completely immersive thing, or somehow yeah. they're going to get you from here to there.
3: Maybe it'll be the Millennium thought. Maybe it'll thing.
2: be the Millennium thought. I don't know what it's going to yeah. be, but it's going They'll to be They'll probably pull right cool. into the building and dock, and you get out, and it looks like, you <laughs> yeah, know, it's, it's not mean, going I mean, to be you standing in line, you know, waiting for your bus right. at 9 o'clock in the morning. That's not what no. it's going to
0: be. Oh, but what about this? Here's a twist. Will they still give preference to jazzies? Oh,
3: here we go. Ooh. I'm sure they
2: will. You know, you don't see a lot of those in the Star Wars movies, so I don't get,
0: know. Give me that light. <laughs> give me that lifesaver. I'll take care of that tire real quick. We'll get this on the roll. Ooh.
1: All right. Well, we will be ending this episode. I think that's all we have for now. Post this on the webpage. I'll post it on Facebook. And anyone who wants to comment, please feel free. And on that, I'll talk to you guys later. Boom. We'll talk to you <laughs> later. Right. Bye.